All right, you want to do the song or what? No such thing as art. Welcome, guys, to welcome, uh, welcome. No Such Thing as Art. No Such Thing as Art, episode six, right? Is this actually yep. episode six? This is actually episode six. Fuck yeah, we've made it to six episodes. I hope, yeah. I hope more people are listening. Yeah. I, I or at hope. least the same people, at least. Yeah, at least, as long as we're not losing listeners. But, um, yeah, so uh, what did you do? Anything new this week, Tommy? I don't know, the usual, I went to work, been editing some film, um, a bunch of multimedia stuff, Not nothing fun, nothing exciting, you know, yeah. uh, the same old, same as pretty much everyone else, bored off the fucking rockers. Yeah, yeah, especially right now, I mean, it's just one of those things, I, I know uh, tomorrow, be Sunday, I'm going to be bringing the kiddos to this uh, zoo in West Bend. It oh, should be cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called uh, Shalem Wildlife Zoo. Um, it's right in West Bend. You can look it up, Google it or whatever. S-H-A-L-O-M, Wildlife Zoo. And uh, it's a drive-through, yeah. They got it set up. Uh, normally, it sounds like you, you can rent golf carts or walk it. And uh, it's like the biggest petting zoo is basically. But obviously, you can't do that right now. So they have it set up where you can drive around and uh, read yeah, the signs. You they have it. a bunch of signs up that say no petting. Yeah, it's, I'm sure. Hopefully you no know, heavy petting. If they do, you got to steal me one. Yeah. <laughs> no petting. No petting. Only light petting in this area of the zoo. Yep. No heavy <laughs> petting. That was actually... Awesome. Uh, so what are you looking forward to seeing most? I bet you're pretty amped up about the tigers, huh? Yeah, they after after the whole uh, Tiger King thing. <laughs> be interesting to see. It sounds like they have uh, a nice wide open area for the animals, so that's cool. As opposed yeah, to the cages and stuff. But yeah, so I am uh, trying out. It's uh, Potosi um, is the name of the beer company, Potosi Brewery. Um, it's called Cave Ale. It's an amber ale. <laughs> amber <laughs> ale, huh? Yeah. How's wow. that? Less citrusy, I imagine. Yeah, it's a lot less citrusy. Um, taking a drink right now. It's it's a lot like a pilsner almost. Yeah. Yeah, but it's got it's got a little bit a little bit of a bitter bite to it, but for the most part, it's got. <laughs> Pretty decent flavor. Where'd you say it was from? Potosi, um, which is in Wisconsin. I have no idea where Potosi is. Apparently, it's the uh, beer's hometown. Google it. That's why I, I can, I can Google yeah, it. Sure. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, tell us something else. He's put me on the spot here. I don't know. That's what you just did. We haven't really, <laughs> we haven't really been thinking about or talking about much uh, as uh, uh, with this COVID nineteen thing, you know, and the extended stay at home orders and like the effect everywhere and the protests. We've been kind of veering away from it, you know. But I think it's okay to talk about. I think a lot of people are processing it differently. You know, it's it's definitely something we haven't. Nobody in our lifetime has experienced, you know, yeah, generations before totally us. Totally different. Um, maybe some ideas of it, but never the fallout and effect from it all the way it's gone. You know, and, and it's it's crazy. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to openly state, you know, I see these people commenting like, uh, I'm a free American. It's my freedom. You can't tell me what to do, you know. Uh and then going to the capital to protest. But the issue with that is that, you see, half those 
protesters are wearing gloves and masks. You know, it just seems like they're out there just to be out there. It, yeah. Even, on other you know, even if this is, you know, no, no matter where this thing came from and what it is, it just doesn't seem like a good idea right now, given yeah. the circumstances. You know, I just think it's, it's not to the point where it's a matter of our freedoms, you know. Martial law hasn't been enacted. We no, have it's a, all suggested. Been, yeah, right. And, and and you know, and it's it's basically a it's a it's a call to minimize your interactions. You know, um, be smart. Don't go to fucking. Don't go and be in like groups of hundreds, tens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. It's definitely. It's definitely hitting a lot of people in a lot of different ways. It even hit me. I felt like I was like prepared to process it, and I've had my doubts. I've had my moments where it's hit the, hit me the reality of it. You know? So yeah. I, don't know. I just uh, at this point, I, I gotta tell everybody like to hang in there and like keep keep occupied. That's the biggest thing. You know, I've yeah. been staying real busy. It's been helpful. Learn different things. Get better at the things you're good at. Take a lot of time and reflect inward, and that helps give it time to pass or whatever. You know, nobody knows where this thing's going to go. Uh, but to at least get where it's going, given the current circumstances, you know. Yeah. No, because a lot of people are sitting home just shoveling in the news and the media. And I know, and, that, and all that does is just hire the anxiety of it all. Yeah, you know, personally, I've been going through some anxiety are, stuff. Yeah, it warps. It warps what you know. You know, all yep. of a sudden you're uncertain. Yep. You're being told to look left. You're being told to look right. You're being told you're going to hell if you're looking left and right. Yeah, and you're left to make something of that. You know. Yeah. I guess my biggest thing is, is think for yourself, you know, sift through all the bullshit, take away the clues and, and build your own your own decision, you know? Exactly. But we all gotta hang in there, that's for sure. It's definitely taking a toll. Uh, I know I'm struggling. I need some social activity and, you know, wouldn't mind being around a group of friends shooting the shit, hanging out. Having some drinks again soon. Yeah, I think everyone's kind of there. It's it's one of those things. It's nice to be able to like like this, like doing the podcast and stuff keeps us a little occupied and um, gives us some social interactions and everything too. So that's kind of nice doing it the Skype way and all that. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of cool live streams. You know, like I both watched that backlot comedy uh, improv show last. It was interesting. It was definitely a, a different format, uh, but I think the way they went about it is the performing comedy games without a live con like live audience. You know. Yeah. You know, it was it was really funny. It was interactive, which is clutch when it comes to improv. You know, and I thought it was. It's pretty cool, and they're doing another one tonight. Um, you know, I think they're going to plan on doing them for 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 the next few weekends, as long as this, this stay at home order is in effect. Uh, you know, but Fridays yeah. and Saturdays at nine o'clock. Is it okay? All right, yeah, perfect. Yep, Friday, every Friday and Saturday at nine o'clock, and the back, back lot Noshkosh is what's putting that on. They're awesome, awesome venue. I was going there. They do. Uh, they were doing a monthly open mic and uh, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, really, cool. cool, um, really interactive. Yeah. No, it's uh, it, as like a comedian and stuff too. Like, like it's uh, improv is a totally different avenue at it, but it's still it, it's so cool to see that and to see how. People just roll with it, like we were talking before. It's a totally different thing. You're, you're passing it back and forth. Right. It's it's cool for me growing up. You know, like I was I have a big background in theater. Um, when I was really young, my dad owned part of a comedy sports improv theater uh, business. You know, so I kind of grew up in that environment. So it's 
it's cool to see that people are keeping that form alive. Uh, you know, you hear you hear certain people discredited or whatever. It's still an art form. It's uh, thinking on the spot and creating a storyline to it, connecting the dots, making making the audience laugh, and including the audience along the way. You know, it's it's definitely an art form of its own. Uh, Wayne Brady and and Drew Carey brought that back around. With whose line is it anyway? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's good to see and, and I think especially in this time where everybody's so stressed out about finances and uncertainty and, and unemployment and all that stuff it's good to have these outlets that still are providing entertainment you know Yeah. another uh, thing happening uh, Skyline's putting on a, uh, a live show via the interweb um, but May 2nd, um, they, they will be doing, uh, they'll be having Josh Wolf on, who was, um, does the Prince and the Wolf podcast, and he was on Chelsea Lately, Carolina. Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not I, I, am, I can't remember him, but I'm, like, seeing the picture of him, he does look familiar. Um, yeah, Caroline and, uh, Fortune Feimster, she was on there quite a bit. I remember they kind of circulated through comedians and they just kind of ripped on shit. Okay. Yeah, I remember him being on there. Um, we got Caroline Rhea, who was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch and the new match game. Dave Lando, uh, part of the Anthony Cumia show. Andy Woodhull, but on Comedy Central and Tonight Show. John Roy, who's been on Conan and At Midnight, and then uh, Chris Frenhola, who's also on Chelsea Lately and uh, Juicy Scoop, and it'll be hosted by Casey McLean. Oh, so right on. These are all on. What date was this? Uh, May 2nd. Um, that'll be starting at 9 p.m. here, Central Time. You uh, should access it to the, uh, the Skyline Facebook page. Uh, they, you, you can't, if you go on their Facebook page, they do have a link to go to their uh, website. You can go to their website to skylinecomedy.com and, uh, find the shows there. Um, you have to order a ticket online yet. It's 10 bucks. And, uh, it's, uh, they'll email you a link to the show about an hour, hour, 15 minutes ahead of it starting. And you can watch on your computer or your web browser where you can download Zoom. And uh, watch it through that, which it sounds like the app that they use to do it. So, um, yeah, no, it should be should be good. It's seeing here that the the nine p.m. show for tonight, April twenty fifth, sold out, which is crazy to me. I don't know how you can sell out an online show. No oh, shit, that's crazy. Sorry, you guys, we're at capacity. <laughs> well, and that's, they probably have, who knows, their website might be set for a capacity, and so many people have been ordering tickets that... Maybe that's how they're making their money, you know, you gotta set a cap and then uh, create demand. Yeah, there you go. People really want to go. And, uh, it's interesting, we all, and that's just it, you know, you gotta find your hustle in the technology era. Yep. Well, good for them, I hope they have a good turnout, it's good that they're sold out. At yeah, capacity. standing room only, Ross. Stand, yeah, standing room only. <laughs> I'll, I'll be out to stand in my house as I watch it on my computer. <laughs> All right, so uh, you sit down. There's just a guy that jumps on the screen and he's like, yeah. "Stand the fuck up!" Yeah, right. You must stand up. This show will not continue unless you stand the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. So oh, uh, why don't we go into uh? Who we have on today here? Um, today, yeah, so we got George Fuerte. He's a tattoo artist at the Body Shop in Appleton on Wisconsin Avenue. Uh, it's was our Appleton's longest independently owned tattoo shop. Cool. Uh, uh, he's been tattooing there from a while, for a while now. He's uh, from LA, grew up around the country, and found his way here. Uh, so yeah, hope you. Enjoying this episode. Uh, George's got a lot to say. Check him out. Buy his art. He does a lot of board art, skateboard art, uh, paintings, doing a lot of charcoal stuff. 
a lot of side art right now because tattoos are obviously on hold. But yeah, his information is at the end of the podcast, and you can check it out. All right, be enjoy to listen. All right, so let's welcome to the show, George. How you doing, George? George, George, George. Yeah. All things considering, how are you guys doing? Doing amazing. We're, We're sitting six feet apart in the studio. Yep. Six oh, feet. Six feet. Six feet two inches. Yeah. Doing the absolute <laughs> minimum. Yeah. <laughs> should be in a body condom in a bubble. <laughs> yeah, the way things are going. And <laughs> You're all infectious, you dirty fucking animals. <laughs> so, um, what do you do, man? What do you do for art? Uh, I mean, whatever strikes me, really. I mean, I tattoo, and I paint, and I watercolor. Um, but I, I'm still exploring. I, I really, you know, I got to do a lot more. Yeah, for sure. Right on. Um, so are you from Wisconsin? No, actually, I was born in, in L.A., born in, in, the, in the West, born in Compton, okay. West, uh, Southern California. Yeah, right on. Right on. How uh, did you find yourself in Northeast Wisconsin? Yeah, well, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> I, uh, I'm sort of a gypsy by nature, but I moved to Texas for a short time and met someone who was from Appleton. So eventually okay. the relationship led us here. Right on. Nice. So this is now your home, huh? I mean, it is now for the for Suba future. Yeah, right on. Hell yeah, man. So you tattoo um, at the body shop in Appleton? Yep, yep, that's what I do. Been there a couple of years now, like it. Good shop. Hell yeah. So uh, how old were you when you got your own first tattoo? Uh, I was about 16. I got three my first time. You're f- what? <laughs> uh, do you have three yeah, tattoos right off the bat? No, they were small. But yeah, okay. cool. How many tattoos you got, Ross? Um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, like six of them. Six of them. Yeah, I got up with yeah. thirty. <laughs> yeah, so <that's> <laughs> I don't have more than ten. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> mine are all. I do, I kept mine in, like less visible spots, and yeah, I yeah. tattoo and my feet. hands. I hear hurt. Palms. I hear really hurt, but hands uh, in general hurt. I mean, I, I find it's all pain tolerance, really, you know, what, what you can handle, what you can't. Uh, some people handle better than others, so. Right. Personally speaking, from your perspective, uh, what was your most painful one to get? So far, that's a tie between my ankle and my uh, outer rib, like under my heart, or like actually right okay. over the heart, technically. Okay. That rib part right there, man. That, that, oh, that's fucking juicy. That, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think my sternum was pretty, pretty painful. Yeah, pretty uh, much. That, that sternum under boob, you know that that's yeah, right. He's like that. That's a fucking dude. That's a spot, dude. Yeah, I give him credit. Yeah. For any of the little girls <laughs> that could shit done, man. I, I my hats off to him when I'm able to. To tattoo it and they sit like a stone, like oh yeah, yeah right. like, for sure, like right for sure, pro. Um, how'd you get into tattoos? Uh, it actually kind of found me, to be quite honest. Oh yeah, I uh, I didn't really have much of a drive or focus growing up, and uh, I was living with a friend of mine at the time. You know, I was running around the hood, kind of gangbanging loosely and selling weed and being stupid. Uh, I was about 18. I just had a kid. Uh, so, you know, I was I was really winning, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. The homie, you know, one day we go to do laundry and the homie's like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you what's up. You know, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he pulls out this little fucking bag, like a lunch pail. Uh-huh. And he He's got his little jailhouse style rig, you know, homemade machine with fucking guitar strings. <laughs> oh, shit. I did my very first tattoo in a laundromat in the city of Torrance, <laughs> California. No shit. Yeah. How old were you when you did that? Uh, 18. 
Damn. What a way to get into it, huh? Yeah. And, you know, so I did some shit around the hood, you know, like, whatever. Because we were living, like, on on the border. Like, Torrance is a pretty nice area. Yeah. But, like, any any place, you know, the outskirts, the, the border town where it borders the bad parts gets ugly. And so that's where I was fortunate enough to be able to be around at the time, so. Yeah, for sure. You know, we were running around here and there doing whatever, and I was learning to tattoo on whoever let me, you know, for a 40, for a joint, for fucking whatever, like. Right. Yeah, bye, bye. And, I, you know, I kept going, but I wasn't serious about it. You know, I didn't think it would it would be anything other than a hobby. Sure, that's cool. So, uh, how old were you when, you, when it kind of took off as to being more than a hobby for you? Uh, a couple of in my twenties, in my uh, my early to mid twenties, I was about twenty three, I think. Okay. Twenty three. I uh, I met an ex girlfriend of mine who was like, she you know she lived pretty comfortable, so she was into getting yeah. professional. She could afford the tattoos at the time. We're talking uh, late nineties, but she was getting tattooed before then, so mid to late nineties. You know, she was paying for big name artists and shit. Yeah, right on. Uh, and, and we gave, we, now we fast forward to the 2000s when I meet her and, uh, you know, she saw that I was trying to get into it. So she bought me a little, a little, uh, starter kit from like the back of one of the tattoo mags, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I took that, did a couple of tattoos, went to Hollywood, got a job. Hell yeah, man. So that I just kept, kept running from there. You know what I mean? Like I never looked back after that. Yeah, right on. That's fucking cool, man. So, um, we've looked at a bunch of your art, you know, and, like, um, I'm really blown away by your charcoal work. And then you have one that's, like, graphite that just insane the amount of detail and, like, yeah. work into it. Like, Thank you. Yeah. Let's say that's, uh, and with graphite, that's one of those things that, like, I mean, you must keep your tip pretty fine to get that fine of details. <laughs> Definitely after for sure. <laughs> oh my God, how long have you been doing like a lot of pencil for sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been doing like like graphite and charcoal and stuff like that? Uh, honestly, not that long. Um, I I I was, I was always drawing with number two pencils and shit because that was like the most abundant in my yeah. Yeah. of things to you know to do art with. Um. Are there number well, one pencils? Huh? Are there number one pencils? You know, you'd like to think so, but I've never seen them. I <laughs> know. <laughs> or number three, or number four. Like. Yeah. Just, uh, they made number twos and that was done. Number ones, they dropped out after they made number two. They're like, number one doesn't even need to be made anymore. So no, nobody else made number two. Even <laughs> eight <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I started with that, but, uh, that was only back in 2010, actually. I was trying to, um, trying to further my black and gray tattooing, as it were, trying to get a better understanding yeah, of, the, you know, uh, of the, uh, what you call it, the style, you know, yeah. the genre, what, what not, understanding the monochromatic and all that, like, so it started with that, but then I I really gave charcoal a go and and loved it way more because then I saw the versatility of it. I got I got yeah. I learned how to draw with it. You know what I mean? Because when I started drawing, like I said, it was with number two pencils. I started with comic books. I loved comic books. Huge comic nerd, you know, art nerd, all that. Right? Well, yeah. <clears throat> so, what's one of your favorite comics then? Uh, depends on which uh, comic house you're talking about. Whether you're talking, you know, Marvel or DC or Image or Force or, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Because I got a favorite everywhere. It just depends on which one. Ultimately, ultimately, ultimate favorite. uh, You know, the list is kind of fucking staggered in between all those comic houses. But my number ones are like Lobo, Wolverine, you know, Juggernaut. Like, yeah, I like Wolverine too. Insane, powerful fucking mutants, you know, just like the don't fuck with me's, I guess, are my favorites. Yeah, right? I dig that for sure. 
I always Batman always gets kind of a bad rap because he doesn't really have any superheroes. He's just a orphan boy with a chip on his shoulder. I love but, that. Don't get me I, wrong, I love Batman, but Batman to me, loving Batman is like saying I love punks and I love the misfits. Like, how more generic can you get? Everybody loves fucking yeah. Batman. Well, yeah. Why yeah. do you love? Batman? because well, he's a badass. And yeah, because why? Because he's smart, he's got his money, and he, he doesn't need shit. We all know yeah. that. But if you read comic books and you get into the shit, then you know what's good and what's not. And then that's yeah. where I ask people, okay, so what are you into then? Like, where do, where do you... And this shit, I'm not even... Like, I'm behind. You know I mean? I need to, I need to fucking pick up my comic game because I haven't been reading in for fucking ever. So... Yeah. I know, like, recent years, The uh, Walking Dead was the one that really kind of gained popularity, and then they went and made a show off of it. And, uh... Uh, that, that was, uh, it was a more of a graphic novel. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't really a comic. But you <laughs> see a lot more of those, too, the graphic novel. It's a lot more extensive than a comic book. I enjoy them, actually. You know what I mean? It's a good way to read them, I think. Because you get the whole fucking story. Right? You get everything. Yeah, 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 right. You get the backstory. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. So, would you, would, were you going to say in, like, um, like Ink and Skin was your first, like, real artistic medium? Or, or did you ever mess with any other mediums before tattooing? Uh, like I said, I was drawing a lot. Um, yeah. High school, I did some, like, ink and some acrylic. But nothing, like, extensive, nothing notable. Uh Okay. Yeah, I guess it wasn't until I really started tattooing that I actually started doing more art, actual art. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah that's awesome, man. That's so yeah. cool just to have that segue, you know, like, well, I a lot of people go the opposite direction and they start with other mediums and then that leads to tattooing. It's cool yeah. that you started reverse yeah. that, you know. I mean, like I said, tattooing kind of found me, dude. I, I always knew what I liked. I just didn't know where to go with it. I didn't yeah. know the, uh, the exposure that most people who get into the game have. Like, I just mm -hmm. kind of, it, it really found me in life. And through that, I've kind of tried to expand on it the best I can. Um, and I, you know, I'll be honest, dude. I didn't have the first few years, like, I started to. But then I fell in with a group of folks that just were like all about the money, and I kind of lost my focus on art. And sure, yeah. Like I didn't. I, I hit a I hit a plateau for sure. Yeah. That so I got to step it up. I got to do more. I got to do better. So I've been trying to throw myself more back into art to further that skill. Yeah, that's fucking rad, man. Yeah, I, I think that uh, like just just having having those multiple facets that you can like focus on too. Kind of like when you when you, one one you find yourself not as much uh, inspired by you, you can always like switch it up and try your other things. For me, like I do comedy and music and stuff, but like when music was really getting, I, I just started getting up and just doing regular stand up, which was totally different than uh, getting up and using uh, guitar and everything. Mm -hmm. But it's cool to just, you know what I mean, have something like that. So, I just wasn't going with music. doing the thing. Like, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I think it keeps, it offers different perspectives of art to the same artist. You know what I mean? For sure. And you <laughs> can approach something from a different, from a different perspective than maybe a lot of people, exactly. you know, would be limited. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's 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 where I always try to kind of step back from some of the pieces I do and some of the tattoos I draw. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll draw it up, I'll put what I can into it, and then I'll put it away for a couple of days and not look at it, and then come back and look at it again with fresh eyes. You know, with the news. Yeah. I haven't really thought about it, but when I hear what they want, I get an idea. Of what do I want? This is what I drew the first time. Is this even near what I was thinking? Yes, no, maybe, sure. okay, sure, but it's fucking, draw like a, like a fucking little kid did it with his penis, like, I could do way better than this, what the fuck is this? this is <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. yeah, it's easy to get down on yourself when you look at your stuff, especially, you gotta get out of that mind frame sometimes, step away, because that, that goes with anything, even, like, just, like, working on 
like even when I'm editing some of this stuff or trying to go through on audio, like sometimes I get so frustrated with it. I walk away, come back, and it just comes so naturally. And easy. Yeah, and I think that's a reoccurring theme we've heard with a lot of the artists we've talked to, you know. Um, seldom do you get gold out of your first version of anything, you know. Yeah, very rarely. And if you do, it's something like that you've already had the spark for, you know. You're like, oh, right. I had this idea brewing for like days, man. Like, I got yeah. to do this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've definitely had that feeling for sure. It's fucking it's awesome it's a cool feeling so uh you um you spent some time out in vegas i hear how yeah. was uh how was that oh it was good it was good it was fun i like I, I definitely look to go back as soon as i can yeah yeah it's gotta be a whole different atmosphere than around here huh uh, it's a little faster a little more densely populated but that's about it i mean it's a 24-hour lifestyle so uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you're into. Like, I, I never seem to find myself too far off from wherever I'm at the last place, anywhere I go. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I kind of look for the same clowns. I just kind of look for the same women. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I make my comfort where I go. So it's like, oh, my experience is usually okay for the most part, depending on where I find myself. Because I don't really go looking for trouble too much. Because I am. I am not the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, fuck, I can relate to that, man. For real. Sometimes I but I'm going to do some damage, and everybody's going to wish I never showed up. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you think some of your biggest influences are as far as your art goes? Uh... That's, I mean, like, like basically, it's always changing because there's always so many, like, I I was just recently influenced by this female artist in Germany, I think she's in, uh, young, young girl doing this fantastic black style art, all black work, with uh, these red highlights, it's like portrait perspective work, it's just... It's insane and it's awesome, and she's throwing it down. And like, yeah. is she doing ink or is she tattooing? She's a tattooist, yeah. She's a tattooist. Okay, all right, dude. But she draws these awesome flash pieces, dude, that are just in this style that I've been getting into in the last couple of years. <laughs> That's one thing I've always really appreciated about tattoo, uh, tattoos and artists, uh, just seeing the changing, like. Uh, styles and the evolution, you know, and seeing how somebody just keeps setting the bar higher and higher. It's really fucking cool. There's some really wild shit out there. It, yeah, it's amazing. And it's it's uh, inspiring. And it's also fucking boner killing all at the same time when you're like, this is so cool. How can I not be this fucking cool? I fucking suck. I need a bullet. <laughs> Dude, for real. Yeah. It's just like it's cool to look up to like Dolly, and it's cool to look up to like fucking, you know, uh, you know, wh whoever, you know, whatever artist strokes your fucking fancy, because everybody's into some different shit nowadays. Yeah. But yeah. Now, now you're like trying so hard, and then you look up some shit tomorrow, and you're like, oh, this person's awesome, and they're like 23 from fucking like Eastern Europe, and they just. Yeah. <laughs> This fantastic life and do everything they wanted with the same career you've been trying tooth and nail at the last fucking almost 40 years. Dude, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, right? It's definitely a fucking reality check, right? And, you know what? I guess true, like, well, you know, I guess like, it, it makes me try that much harder. It, it makes it really, yeah. like it makes me discipline myself because when I look at it, it's like, well, this person has the spark of inspiration to come up with this style. And then they've got the discipline to actually sit down and make it happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you need that as, as, as an artist, you know, needing that fuel for the fire, man. It's, it creates some humbleness and it, it drives the passion, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so, so where do you see your uh, yourself going with, 
with tattooing and with art, you know, like, are you, are you hoping to expand out and start, you know, like selling and you know, framing some of your charcoal work? Are you, you going to like, I know cause you talked about not limiting yourself to tattooing. Um, you know, like, is that something you're going to stick with for a while and t go to Vegas or somewhere else? And, and see what yeah, comes of it. I'm only, yeah, I'm always gonna tattoo. I'm never gonna stop. Um, yeah, okay. Sure, like that's my that's my trade. You know that that's yeah. my that's my craft. Yeah, I'm fucking. to other shit. You know, like we said before, just you know, to keep me busy, help keep me fresh, help keep give me inspiration and and drive to do that because. I definitely sometimes get a little too comfortable and a little too annoyed by everyday humdrum of normal yeah. work. No matter what right. job you do, you're going to have that everyday humdrum shit that you don't like to do, but you got to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You sure. it well, and sometimes, you know, for your own mental health, you need to throttle back a little bit and and really approach your future, your, your future plan, right? Your game plan. I find that a lot for myself working on, on, you know, a lot of my creative outlets are more longer term goals. So like being able to stick with them long enough to see them through is not always easy, you know? Uh, I mean, I, I got much of a choice is what I, it's how I feed myself. So right. <laughs> I'm on it, you know what I mean? I'm not going to stop until these hands give up pretty much. Yep. For real just only going to try to be better at it and try to be a little more outwardly creative with it yeah right before you know well and, and it's good it's good to be open to like whatever the universe throws at you you know you never know which direction that's going to take you so yeah. having that diversity in your pocket definitely helps you know <laughs> right so as for your art on and off skin, uh, where do you f find or draw a lot of your inspiration from? Uh, just everything in life. Man, anything I see, anything I feel. Uh, there's really no one thing or place. It's just everything I experience, really. And I think that's usually the problem. I don't ever have a channeling yeah. you know, vector for it. It just when it strikes me and I can catch catch it, or if the mood hits me just right and I've got the ideas that have been swirling in there, I can mash together something real fast that makes me look oh so creative. But <laughs> I've been kind of going on that for months. I just kind of shit it out real fast. I'm glad you like it, but you know, yeah, yeah, it does lead no. me to something else later because I'm like, oh, I could take that and rebuild it into this. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You can always rework stuff when you really look at some of your, like, some of your material that you have there. Um, now, a lot of times, you'll have people come in with their ideas of what they want you to do, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. Or have a lot of drawings ahead of time, or someone that just, like, people that just come in and say, hey, this is the kind of tattoo I want. Can you help me, like, make this, uh, you know, a reality? Well, I mean, that's what I do is uh, I'll draw for people who want me to do something for them. And that's been great, but also the part of the problem where I only reserved my drawing until somebody actually paid me to do it. Yeah. So I've Yeah, been it's, you gotta, because there's so many people that just flake out on it, you know? And that's that's part of the problem is, like, drawing stuff... And having it sit there, watching it get crumbled up in the pile and fucked off, and oh yeah, it's great, it's great, it's great, but nobody actually wants to get a tattoo. Yeah, know? right. After a while, it's like, why am I even creating these things? They just waste of time, waste of paper. It, it's really not because I mean, it's honing my skill, it's honing my craft. I can yeah. see where I'm going. You know, yeah. it does do the pieces. I do get to do that much better when I do them. But it's, but it's still really frustrating, huh? Yeah, to sit a thousand pages later, yeah. here's the creation, you know, and like, it's rough. Yeah. 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 
Um, so what would you say would be like one of your favorite pieces that you've worked on to date? Oh, that's a hard one. Yeah. Like you mean art wise or tattoo wise? Either something that you created that you're really like really fucking proud of that was, you know, something difficult for you that you pushed through and created something awesome. Well, I really haven't done much lately, but I have done a couple of tattoos that I was really proud of that I really liked. Um art wise I'm working on a painting now that so far I'm kind of happy with because uh, I'm doing it all completely freehand and it's oil so oh, it's yeah. easy but the tones and the values and everything and even the likeness of the person are actually all coming together pretty pretty well if I, if I say so myself which I do I mean. <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah. I, I need a dick, I don't care, but, you know, it's still <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, here, here's, here's the gist of it so far. Oh, cool. Oh, that's the one on the skateboard, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome. fucking cool, dude. That's so rad. Uh, I mean, you see, it, it's all freehand oil. Yeah. Um, I'm working on it. Little by little. I just touched it. See, it's still wet. It's cold. So oil, oil takes up forever to uh, dry. This is my very first complete. That's cool, dude. That's sick. Yeah, it is. Do you do a lot of skateboards? Uh, no. I've just was given a bunch of canvases or a bunch of decks, I should say. Yeah, and they've just been sitting there. So I've been fucking just fucking with them. Yeah. <laughs> That's rad. That's super cool, man. This one. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I gotta work. I'm not done with it yet. There's more. When I'm done, it's gonna look like it's laying like in a bed of moss. Okay. Okay. Mossy grass. So I'm building up all the tones and everything. There's gonna be like little flowers and bullshit. Like. Hell yeah, dude. That's cool as hell. Do you when you do those? Are they all oil? Yeah. Right on. Yeah, How long have you been doing that? Um, for the last... Like I said, that first one is that the, the, the chick one. This one? Yep. This one. Which is yeah. also a Santa Cruz deck, by the way. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Old school. I was out there for three years, man. Um, this one is my very first one. I started this back in... I don't know, I want to say maybe 2015, 2016 I started it. Okay. Kicks and, ass, dude. Those are sweet. Uh, I fucking let it sit. And let it sit for like ever. And then I moved and then it came with me and then I was going to work on it and I did a little bit and then I moved and blah, blah. And then finally, my last place before I went to Vegas is when I was able to finish it. Dude, those are rad. Those are cool. You should definitely get some of those out and start selling them. I know, yeah. I know a couple of people that would be interested in checking those out. Yeah. I got some more decks down there that I got to I got to prep up and, and, and paint up. Um, I got a compressor up there too. I got to get a fucking uh fucking catch, basically a moisture catch for the for the compressor so I can use my uh, air gun. To oh, uh, okay. airbrush yeah, it. I was gonna say, yeah, drain the condensate all when you're done, probably, huh? Because it's got a, you got a little mini uh, condensation catcher, is what I mean. Yeah, right on. And that's yeah. I, normally you got a little valve. I know on like a, a regular compressor, like a big compressor, you got a little valve that you can you can crack open and it lets out your condensate with the air. So you're basically yeah. like blowing it yeah. out. Yeah, this but one I use. I needed it between the, the, the connection of the hose so it doesn't yeah. drain into the hose and then fucking water down the paint. Do you like airbrushing them? Uh, I do. It's fun. It's it's a nice little uh, added, you know, it's a nice little tool to, to make art pop, you know. Yeah. My dad used to uh, do it 
off and on when I was younger. And he actually, I remember when he first got it, just monkeying around with it, kind of figuring out different styles. He was like tearing off cardboard. And uh, we actually spoke to my sister just about this, how like she was struggling making uh, clouds. And he just tore off, like, with some cardboard and, like, just hit the edge of it, you know, and just kind of went along. And it just looked like clouds. It was perfect, you know. Yep. So that was all I had. That was cool. It's definitely a different. Do you ever get into aerosols or were you ever into spray paints or anything like that at any point? Yeah, dude, I love me some cans. Hell yeah, dude. I had me right a, a couple of stacks of Mon Montana cans. Um. I'm not very proficient or anything, but I do love the graffiti fucking uh, genre of art and the lifestyle. Yeah. I love all that. I, I, I follow a few of them on Instagram and all that. Um, that's also... Yeah, I think that's I, really I, cool how that kind of... Under I, I love, like, I'm the sorry. portrait artist. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I think it's cool how that underground, like, style has kind of emerged and people are starting to appreciate it for what it is you know even the old guys at my work will go out and uh we're sitting on the, uh by the train docks there because we get resin that's brought in on in train cars um like plastic resin we melt down and that's our raw material and uh the, some of the pieces on the sides of these cars are just amazing and uh, a couple of the older guys i figured would right away wow like wow look at that you know they're like they, they're really they're impressed by it you know and it is. It's so, it's so cool to see. It's art. It's a big old area where they pile up, and you can see. I remember my buddies used to always go and uh, and uh, take cars over there because they'd sit for like a week over in that train yard there. I always found like uh, like building size murals were fucking cool. Yeah. You know? Like there's one, you probably know, down in uh, Venice Beach, one of Jim Morrison. Ah, uh, it's so cool. Yeah, they're awesome. All over the city, really. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely get exposure to, like, you don't really find that too much in this area, you know, and there's there's a cool one on the side of Jitters. What was the say? If you see the bureau, it's behind Jitters. There. Yeah, behind Jitters. Appleton. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, it's becoming more prevalent, and I think it's really cool to see to see people that want to do it and to see people that are willing to go along with it and, and appreciate it. Well, the city of Menasha actually paid someone to do the side of the Menasha skate park and uh, did a big old canvas there. And that, that, that was, that's pretty cool looking actually. Yeah. Um, we were told, cause we were raising money actually. And they, they started doing that and we wanted like, we made it clear, like we were raising money for repairs on the park, not, you know, artwork for the side. We like the art, but we want to make sure the money is going. And they did. They, they did the repairs and stuff. They did repairs on uh, some of the building and stuff. And uh, it was funny because there was a little bit of back and forth of, hey, these, we took specific pictures of stuff that needs to get fixed and it has not been fixed yet. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> this is, you guys are going and you're fixing the warming house, which is the wintertime. But they had a good point. It gets destroyed by the people that are at the park. Yeah. I was like, all right, you know, whatever, like we, you know, so there was kind of some iffy stuff going on there, but it, it turned around and did all right, though, That's and they, cool. they, they fixed up what they said that they would, so. I've never seen the the, the art. The bureau on the side? Yeah. yeah. You look at it. It's on the, the side facing out uh, to uh, um, 7th Street, I think. There. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, I'll check it out. So, hey, uh, you got any, like, nightmare stories or any crazy, like, experiences from the road that you want to share? Mm. <laughs> I mean, there's a ton, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Anything <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got, like, a highlight reel or something? <laughs> oh, fuck. I couldn't even think of one right now. I've <laughs> shit, man. I've been so many places. Uh uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. What are you looking? What are you looking for? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever ones stand out in your mind, man. Whatever you're comfortable sharing, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know me, dude. There ain't no fucking. <laughs> I got no shame. <laughs> I did it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I've driven buses full of fucking people ready to go party across in the desert, across the country. 
drunk as fuck, high as fuck, like, <laughs> dressed down like wasteland, like guns and shit all strapped up to the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, parties with strippers and thin security, my little ass, like, that was funny, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. That's awesome. Tons of places, like all kinds of people, tattooed porn stars, tattooed fucking full, second string football players. Yeah. Uh, fucking A. Yeah, man. So it's, it's been mildly interesting so far. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good start. So, um, What's like your What's like your least favorite thing to tattoo or area or what do you get sick of? What kind of shit you get burned out on? Fucking quotes, word, <laughs> inspirational garbage. If it was so fucking <laughs> inspirational, you wouldn't need a tattoo on your fucking body. <laughs> That's funny. The fuck out of here with that shit! I hate that shit. I just want to these bitches like get a mind of your own. Go read a book. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny Who's shit. Kidsburg is fucking rolling over. <laughs> That's all like angel wings on girls' backs. <laughs> angel wings all day. Fuck it. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do them all up on their ass cheeks. Wherever you want, angel wings, honey. Yeah, you're an angel. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. How many dicks? Just I can't stand the bullshit because you know they nitpick every line. They nitpick every fucking thing, and it's just like ugh, they don't want to pay the price for it. But yet it's got to be absolutely fucking perfect. Don't. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna get a fucking tip. Ugh. Right. It's yeah, a, I hear you. It's a hassle for something that's supposed to be so fucking inspiring. It, it's not inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> I <didn't> shit, honey. <laughs> that's funny. It's funny, actually. At one point, I was... Uh, it was early in my tattoos, and I, I had gotten a couple from Dave, and he was like, you get a lot of text. He's like, you should do some other stuff. Let's, Let's check out some color and stuff like that, <laughs> which is cool because he definitely, definitely turned me on to like the next phase of like my introduction to tattoos and like what I wanted to get into and why I got them on my body. You know, you got comedy tragedy, don't you? Oh, you that know, was first tattoo one. Artists, <laughs> most tattoo artists don't like to write unless their thing is right. Okay. Right, for sure. It's like asking Picasso to say, hey, write me a fucking sonnet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the paint. <laughs> Why are you going to ask him to write you anything? <laughs> what Beethoven no, for you? <laughs> so, um, what kind of advice, I mean, would you give to somebody that's like thinking about getting into it or, or just starting out? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, man. Honestly, I love it. Uh, I never stop. I, my 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 honest opinion to anyone getting into it, wanting to get into it, <clears throat> is always the same as it's always been: is you know, work hard, dedicate yourself, and don't be a fucking dick. Right. So, you know, simple, simple things because I've seen some of the biggest artists get fucking shit talked out of a lot of places just because they acted like complete fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ego can definitely step in the way real fast. Oh, quickly. Yeah. Especially when you're making big money and people are sucking your dick every time you turn around. Like, yeah. You, well, know. you see certain artists that definitely, I mean, they, they, they get paid top notch, but they do, they gain a little bit of an attitude from that, too. Not all of them, but like you see... A good portion. They start to fall, and after that, they fall off, dude. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's like your art isn't that good. Yeah. You know? Right, yeah, you got. I think staying humble is a big part of success, you know? Oh, for sure, for anyone in, 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 in any arts or labor, for sure, you know, uh, yeah. is a good thing. 
but especially for tattoo artists, you know, people are so quick to put you on this pedestal because you do tattoos, like, right. You know, and, you're, and if you're halfway good looking, you make a halfway decent amount of cash. There is no shortage of groupies. Yeah. Yeah. No That's shortage. That's for sure. That only inflates the ego, you know. That only inflates <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and I come from old school, put motherfuckers out, you know, oh, you bet? You know, and then they break your knuckles with a ball-peen hammer, and then, okay, how bad are you now? Yeah, you right. <laughs> yeah. Shit, motherfucker, like. Yeah. You know? This is real life. This is the streets. How are you acting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I don't get me wrong. I love to get away from that. I love to get away from the uh, bullshit and work in a professional setting where it's just professional people. But right, yeah. There's always going to be that that line, I guess. Yeah. People well, yeah. Right. Elitist, and I'm always going to err on the side of. We break your knuckles. Fucking <laughs> 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 hey, dude. Hey, did you catch that? Uh, did you watch that Tiger King shit? No, I have not paid no attention to that fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Save yourself. Yeah, it pulls you in and you don't. It's, you, yep. Seven hours of my life, I'm never going to get back. <laughs> you know, enough of the memes and shit, I'm just like, man, I got too much other shit to be watching. I mean, I'll, curiosity's going to get me eventually. I'm going to watch that fucking dude. I know it, but... <laughs> after the whole heat is over and everybody's like, on to the next new thing, and I'm going to be like, oh yeah, that was this motherfucking dude. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart, though. It's going to keep your head down, right? Yeah. Keep your eye on what you're working on and shit like that. Especially during this time, you know, everybody's got a lot more time on their hands. And I think mental stimulation, as well as, you know, the accomplishment of working on projects, you know, and and, and yeah. getting better at what you do. like For sure, I agree. I've been trying to definitely discipline myself to get back to my projects and give... A fuck less about what everybody else is doing. That's where TV's been helping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a good escape. <laughs> it is. It's, it sucks into like that room, you know? Yeah. Like You forget about all the shit going on around you for a little while. The empty box. Social distancing bullshit has definitely been like, I mean, I don't know, man. I've been getting back to myself, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm done with people, like, <laughs> it's gonna take a break man yeah you know there was a, a lot of noise for a while and now that everything's kind of had a second to fucking calm down you know it's uh it is it's nice to focus inward every now and again and and evaluate and figure out your game plan for real yeah yeah for sure hold on I need to refill. give me one second one second yeah no worries yeah. man Yo, what are you drinking? Uh, now I'm drinking beer. Blue <laughs> <laughs> ribbon. Oh shit! Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we've been trying different beers in the studio and talking about them a little bit on the intros of our show. It's been cool. Uh, it's diversified my beer. You know, up until we started this, I think I was. Pretty much a highlight for a PBR guy. That's <laughs> good. Yeah. That's good. I, drink, I always drink a lot of different alcohol, so you got to do this. Yeah. No, and I know uh, for me it was actually getting into comedy that got me drinking more because I was I normally I, I'm I'm all about my locally sourced CBD, but like for drinking, it was like, it started out just going out and having a drink or two before I got up, help calm my nerves, you know. I found actually that writing when I smoked was better, and I, I, I was more creative with that, but doing it before getting up, made me feel all paranoid so drinking helped though so that liquid courage and so uh, I found myself raw rum and cokes but then uh, I started doing shows and some of the shows I was doing are at these like local breweries 
and they let you drink for free. So I'm sitting here trying these like local brews out, and say, like, hey, these ain't that bad, man. Like, there's some so, good ones. Uh, yeah. bit. I'm not a big IPA guy, but well, that's what a we lot got of a couple shit out decent there ones for sure. That shit tastes like moose piss. Yeah, <laughs> I agree, man. They have that what moose drool? I always call that moose piss. What's okay. that? Is that an IPA? Uh, I don't know what moose drool is. No Gorge. idea. Gorbage. <laughs> Definitely. No, but uh, I also they have like this juicier style IPA, and I really like those. Those are definitely they hit the spot. Like for some <laughs> reason, yeah. So uh, let's see here. What do we got? Um, do you sell any of your charcoal or graphite, or uh, is it just mainly your tattoos that you make money on when it comes to? I mean, I would. I've never actually been approached to sell anything other than um, I had a short T-shirt deal going on with a friend of mine for a couple of years. Okay, screen printing. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Screen printing. Um, basically, yeah, they were screen printed. Okay. Uh, I basically met this chick like way way back when i was first started getting into tattooing and stuff i was doing the uh the tattoo convention circuit and she was doing t-shirts for like babies and like girls and some other shit yeah so i'd see her at every convention we'd talk you know shoot the shit whatever blah 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 um so throughout the years we kind of stayed in touch one day she hit me up and said that she was going to go full throttle and open up a t-shirt line and was hitting up all the tattoo artists that she knew for artwork so she can do, you know, yeah. artist lines and stuff like that. So That's pretty right. Dude, she put them on a couple of t-shirts, a couple of sweaters, and, you know, I sold some. So I've got some artwork out there on, on some clothing. Cool. That's cool, dude. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I know uh, my buddy uh, was, uh, he, he had a few of his... Uh, tattoo artist friends um that would make up designs for him and that was for a working man uh company it was an llc i don't know if he's still doing his stuff or whatever but he helped me a lot when i got going but i did vinyl uh he transferred vinyl which is totally different but similar yeah. to like screen printing but like it's you you're every piece of vinyl you're weeding it out and you're taking out all your negative space and stuff but you're able to layer with it and do some pretty cool stuff with it too that's more for individual pieces or small orders when it got to bigger screen printing was definitely the way to go though yeah the yeah. Shoes, the shit, so. it, was, it was pretty cool it was pretty cool so you definitely gotta get some of those decks out there man those are fucking wicked yeah. i definitely want to get you to do one for me man uh dude anything you want man i'll definitely do it up for you bro you know yeah oh uh, yeah yeah i'm Definitely looking to expand more into my artwork. I, de I would love to be able to just live off of uh, tattooing and selling my art, doing my art, you know. Yeah, uh, fucking hey, dude. You know, maybe a mural, maybe a wall piece, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, But that's only going to come from me doing more, so I'm trying to push to do more. So yeah, yeah, if you want yeah. To, hit me up. I'm always down. Yeah, we'll set something up for sure, man. Make me an offer, you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm a gypsy dude, and in that way, I'm I'm always down to deal, bro. Like fucking yeah, make, make okay. it happen. Right on, man. That's cool, and then it makes a very custom piece, then for that person that they're gonna remember, you know? Yeah, right. Well, and then people see that, and they're like, "Oh, that's wicked! Where'd you get that?" Yeah, yeah. You know, and then that spreads. It's always cool to have, for sure. Yeah, trying to keep things as individual as possible. Yeah, yeah, right, right on, man. So, you got any like uh, social medias or ways to contact you? Uh, I know, like we mentioned, that you are at the Body Shop in Appleton on Wisconsin Avenue. Yep, yep, yep. Not the uh, obviously Facebook and Instagram. What are you, what are your handles? What do you what? George or Wolf? What do you what do you go by on those? It's uh, George Forte. It's just under my last, you know, my first and last name. Okay, George Forte. Fuente. Forte. 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 
Yeah, fuerte. Weird. It's strange. We both just had a really white moment. Yeah, Most people do. What's your What's your Instagram? Instagram, it's uh, it's 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 kind of funny because I put an X in front of the name, so it's X Black Wolf Tribe Tattoo. Okay, you'll see a picture of me like doing something stupid, blowing fire or something because I spit neat fire. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Yeah. Fucking well, it sounds like Sounds like you've uh, had quite the wild ride so far, and probably will continue to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. I yeah, think... Uh, ain't, ain't done yet. Yeah, right. Sure. I'm to the yeah. So I might as well get living. Yeah. Right, right on. Well, uh, I think that does it for us. You got anything else you want to add, buddy? Uh, no, nah, man. Thanks for you know talking and and all that. I'm glad. Yeah, to help. definitely. Thank you, man. Let's, uh, let's things calm down here a little bit. We'll get you back in on this, in the studio. Yeah, I know, dude. I totally would have come, but yeah, I I didn't want a chance getting anybody sick and myself sick. Like shit's just so weird. Yeah, right on. All right, well, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. And we'll say goodbye to our listeners. You guys have a good one. Thanks for listening. Later. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.